Hey everyone, welcome to the Revivals Family Podcast, where we discuss what God's doing on college campuses and the need for prayer, family, and revival. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Revival is Family. I'm here with Angela Lamb. Hey guys. Daniel Grenz. Hello. Ooh. Eunice Cho. Hi, hi. We are coming back for another episode, uh, part two of Building Family Through Conflict. And hopefully you enjoyed the last one. Um, it was a very raw, fun conversation around just the dynamics of family life and how we grow together conflict. And we want to jump in today and pick up from where we left off and just talk about some of the dynamics of how, how do we walk through conflict? How, how do we go from you know being triggered, being stuck, feeling hurt, and how do we actually walk to the other side closer together with greater friendship, greater intimacy? So I heard that there was a live conflict recently. Um, <laughs> Um, and not to put you on the spot, Eunice and Daniel, but uh, I heard that there was something very live that happened recently. We um, created one just so we could resolve it. Thank in front you of so everybody. much. That was so kind so of you guys. Be an example. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys want to share, and, and we can kind of break it down? I feel like it, it was just a great example of of how you guys had conflict, worked through conflict, and grew closer. Yeah. Yeah. So it was me initiating the conver- conversation. Um, but, you know, for a few weeks, I felt a little um, distance between me and Daniel's family somehow instead for some reasons. And then we had, you know, quarantine season went on. And so we really didn't have much time to build a friendship and, you know, things like that. And at some point I felt like left out or something, you know, feeling really bad and like sad or lonely, something like that. And so I approached him and, you know, like these are the things, the feelings that I felt, but it might not be that you're intentional, but probably could be something triggering me. But I thought I would be just vulnerable and share how I felt. And if there is anything that I did wrong, you know, then that caused that distance, then I'm willing to listen and apologize. And so would you share? That was how we began the conversation. Yeah. I mean, she approached us and we didn't know what it was about at all. Um, but as she was sharing, you know, initially it was tied in with at the start of quarantine, we were looking at which people are going to connect with who to make sure they're doing all right. And, and there was just this sense that as she was talking, it came out that we, and she didn't even say this, but me listening, it's like, I didn't honor in an intentional way who uni is. And I took her for granted. And, and I think this is one of the things that, that is so often behind conflict is that we take for granted the other person. So in this situation, it's like she's sharing this and I'm like, I have so much respect, so much honor, so much love in my heart for her. But my lack of expressing that created opportunity for questions and misunderstanding. And I hearing, you know, his heart, I question like, is there something really triggered me? Like there was a past pain or something that uh, I've been struggling in the past that played into that relationship that made me feel bad. 
And so uh, I was able to recognize those feelings. And therefore, it didn't require other person like Daniel to, Daniel to say sorry, but more of recognizing like his heart, appreciating even more, recognizing my own vulnerability and weakness and brokenness. You know, I was able to bring that to the Lord. And therefore, we left the conversation with such excitement and expectance, like, oh, we can build friendship even more. And so... Yeah, so good. one of the things that really stood out to me, um, because I've, I've been on both sides of conflict and probably even mostly in the middle, helping other people resolve issues, but uni coming to us and the level of humility, I know in the first podcast on conflict, you guys talked about how one of the keys is to really go low and her level of humility to come and just seek to like draw out our heart, to hear where we're at, how we're feeling about this situation. And then the grace to assume the best about us was one of the most mature, Christ-like, loving examples of being confronted and dealing with conflict that I've ever seen. You know, in, in 15 years of doing a lot of conflict, um, it's like this set the bar at what conflict can look like, where it actually... And almost makes me eager to have more <laughs> because, wow. it, because sure. it was so, so tender, so loving, so gracious. Mm. And like she just said, we left excited. Like I feel so much more connected to who she is, to our friendship and relationship going forward because she took the time to listen, to understand, to invite us into this conversation that before that for several months was primarily just inside of herself. And so in that sense, it was a gift to be confronted. Mm -hmm. Wow. Good job, guys. Well done. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that is one of the the key cruxes is conflict happens and it's so normative that things we say, do, or the absence thereof, it creates pain. But someone's got to be willing to do the courageous thing and walk across the street Go, go to someone that has hurt you and, and really bear your soul and really be vulnerable and share some things that may not be agreed upon and things that could be hurtful, even what you're sharing could be hurtful. You, you mentioned earlier before we started recording about just the different scenarios that can exist mm-hmm. and some of the, the things that even before we approach someone we're wrestling with is it me is it them is it reality is it just perception yeah so in the past i had you know a lot of history of like being confronted as well and in the process of of being confronted i got hurt too like why am i feeling hurt and is there something that i did really wrong and you know a lot of you know things that i needed to process and i recognized there recognized that there are three different categories that I know of. You know, there might be more. But the first one is something that, you know, I hurt someone intentionally. It could be the first category that rarely happened in the Christian world. We try to love one another. And second category could be that we hurt someone um, unintentionally, like you just slapped the door, you know, on somebody's face. And that's something that Angela mentioned last, you know, podcast and you actually did something wrong, but it was not intentional. 
you know, in relationship, that happens a lot because not understanding, um, insensitive or, you know, just being ignorant about cultural things sometimes. That happens a lot. So in that case, even though your intention was not bad, but you actually hurt somebody and you have to say sorry first. But the third category is that you actually did not mean to do something wrong. Intentionally, like, you know, unintentionally didn't do anything wrong, but actually the, the other person had a trigger and perceived, interpreted in wrong way. You know, I'm thinking about Ephesians 6, you know, the other day, uh, Angela and I, we had a conversation and she highlighted this. Our battle does not belong to our flesh. It is about, you know, principalities and, you know, powers. And spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. And so we sometimes listen to the lies of enemy. And then it could be that my past wound that I'm responding to and not necessarily the person that I feel hurt, right? So... Like I had to recognize what are those things that I'm feeling toward Daniel at that time. So I had to go through, bring that to the Lord and ask God. And at some point I feel stuck, but I, I, under, I understood that I have a past pain. You know, I'm not perfect. My interpretation could be wrong. And therefore, I'm going to go ask him what he feels about our relationship. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that I was so blinded, I did wrong that caused the in the distance? And so that was how I approached it. So good. It. Yeah, I, I think those three different scenarios is so key in seeing the potentials because, you know, oftentimes in Christian context, we're not intentionally hurting each other. You know, the first scenario, you know, most of us are not intentionally no. saying, I am angry at Daniel, so I'm going to go and say <laughs> harm, hurtful words to him. Right. That's, that's not the normal. And more often than not, it's that we unintentionally hurt mm-hmm. someone out of our carelessness, out of our ignorance. We say something, do mm-hmm. something, we hurt someone. Or it's the scenario where we, the, someone got hurt and perceived what we did as hurtful. And, and we inadvertently misperceive what is being said or done. Right. And, and, and that's the hard thing is, is how do you decipher between scenario two and scenario three right. if they inadvertently hurt you or if you are inadvertently misperceiving them? I think that's where the... Family, the commitment to relationship is so significant because, and not just between the person that you feel like has done something that's hurt you, but even inviting other people to help process this place with you. And, and Uni, you had something that, again that you mentioned before we recorded that I thought was excellent in that when we're feeling hurt by somebody, the first response needs to become, which it takes, it takes training, it takes disciplining ourselves, but our first response should be, Lord, is there something in me? Is there, is there a woundedness? Is there an issue from my past? Is there a character thing going on inside of me that's causing me to misinterpret what they've said or done, or that's causing me to put blame on somebody for my own issues, my own stuff? No, it's so good. I mean, um, for Angela and I, being parents, um, all the time we're navigating kid conflict. All the time our kids have done something, said something, hurt each other's feelings. And it is so real that training is required because mm-hmm. kids, adults, people don't naturally know how to resolve conflict well. It really comes with a lot of practice, a lot of humility. 
And I remember years ago, I was a young adult in college and my pastor said this to me, and this is how I remember it, how I heard it. But the issue is not the fact that your buttons get pushed, but it's that fact that you have buttons that can be pushed. That so many times we think it's someone else's fault. Someone hurt us. Someone did something to us. But we forget that sometimes, you know, like it really is an accident, inadvertent, unintentional. But but we have triggers. We have buttons that can be mm-hmm. pushed. And oftentimes, you know, we in the absence of knowing someone's buttons, someone's triggers, we, we push them by accident. And when that happens, how do we navigate? How do we restore someone's heart? How do we intervene in humility and reconcile when we're not sure why they're hurt, but we perceive, we can see that we've estranged a friend by even accidentally hurting them and not knowing? I I think that that even hits on the reality that to be able to do conflict well and conflict resolution well like there's a lot of rework, a lot of mm. groundwork that needs to happen individually. Individually, mm. I, I think individually we need to commit to a journey, even committing to each other, but especially before the Lord to a journey of pursuing healing, pursuing understanding ourselves, understanding why we respond, so that it can change. And and then I think the other precursor to being able to have healthy conflict in community is expressing commitment. To the person, right. the relationship, even before, but also during and after conflict. So that conflict doesn't become the big thing. It's it's just parts of the journey, but the journey is we're growing into wholeness, we're growing into family and love together, and we've got different things in place that will help us when conflict arises. Yeah, I think that's great. I, I was just going to share something similar, that the willingness to fight for this relationship is um is half the start of the battle you know just because we can so easily just well that person hurt me they offended me whether it was intentional or not you can make it up in your mind of what you think it is and then just walk away we can easily just walk away from anyone at any moment even our spouses we can emotionally disconnect and walk away and I just, I feel like it's so important that we really reconsider walking away and really choose to step into the battle for that person, with that person, for your future relationship. So good. And I just, I feel like that's, that's part of the scary part, you know, because you don't know if that other person's going to step up to the plate with you or if they're just going to say, well, I'm sorry I offended you, get over it. You kind of just have to... Be willing to put yourself out there. It's so scary. I just wanted to acknowledge that it's scary. Yeah. It's not just you that is afraid of it. It really is scary to step into conflict with someone because you have no idea what their response is going to be like. But more times than not, everyone comes towards you when you reach out and you're humble and you're open. People respond back towards you. Mm-hmm. And... I say that after hours of experience with my spouse, with my siblings, with my friends, with my kids, people generally come towards you. So with everything you have in you, don't be afraid to step out. I I feel like that really is half the battle is being afraid. Every conflict is almost an opportunity to sign up again for a relationship because it, it really is. I mean, it's so easy to just 
avoid and ignore. Mm. I think Essien mentioned in the last podcast how you can do the minimal work or no work and just kind of hope for the best and move on and hope that whatever happens, you know, will kind of just go away. But like, as you go into the hard places and the willingness to dive into the tough conversations, it really is a signing up again. You're signing yeah. up for this relationship and you're saying, I'm committed to you. Just, I, I agree with Daniel, we should express it, but just the fact that you're willing to have the hard yeah. conversation is in your heart choosing to invest and mm -hmm. sign up for this friendship. Yeah, for me, when my emotions are so raw mm -hmm. and like I have this like, anger and offenses oh. in my heart and you know like I'm feeling all these things and in that moment I remind myself it may take time it may take the other person's humility too not only mine mm -hmm. however uh, pursuing one another and like, pursuing peace is not an option mm. like unforgiveness is not an option yeah. Yeah. Not pursuing is not an option. Just reminding me that eventually I have to deal with this. Mm -hmm. Like the sooner, the, you know, the better. And also like if I'm being, hum you know, humble, you know, pray before God with humility, process well, it'll get way better, easier instead of ignoring, instead of responding out of emotions, like getting mad and accusing mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. If actually I take time and process about it, it will get easier. Yeah. So when, because I really don't have other options because God commanded yeah. us to forgive one another, yeah. pursue peace for each other. Yeah. And that was commanded. And therefore, I do not have option. Yeah. Therefore, what is, what is going to be the easiest option for me now, you know, in these yeah. emotions? Yeah. And that's how I start. I love that, Uni, and I love that about you. I uh, grew up a ditcher and didn't a, a ditcher a ditcher like like conflict comes and peace out <laughs> <laughs> ditch people wow it's just like if friends you're like oh i'll make a new friend and i really love that about uni the fact that she doesn't even give herself the option to peace out mm. um and that really is i think key and huge and something we should all consider I, I grew up in that way. My family is like that. We don't talk to each other for a month and that happens, you yeah, know? Yeah. But then I learned that it was not an option from the Bible. The word yeah. says that. And yeah. so like I had to accept the reality like, okay, I'm not my own. I have a master. I have a husband, God. And God is telling me it does. Yeah. The sooner we catch that, the better. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I think sometimes we have this view that one moment, of reconciliation fixes everything. And, and that's the hard part is that just because you have the conversation doesn't mean that your heart gets healed, the pain of what happened gets healed. And, and I appreciate what you're saying, Uni, because there is a lot of pre-work that has to happen in your heart. Mm -hmm. There has to be a humility that you choose. There has to be a willingness to forgive, even in the absence of understanding the choice to forgive, because it is commanded, but right. but because out of love, we say, I, I choose to forgive my brother, my sister. And then you have the hard conversations and you ask the questions and you get vulnerable and you hope that two people come to the table with willing, humble hearts. But sometimes you have that and, and you're not done. And sometimes right. there's a lingering, just, yeah. there's a lingering distance. There's a lingering pain that, that persists beyond that. And, right. and, and that's the challenging, I, I think that would make another great podcast mm -hmm. is, you know, like forgiveness. 
like how does forgiveness work and why is it so hard? Because we can in in um we can intellectually choose to forgive someone, but then our heart still yeah. feels really stuck. And we still have all these kind of painful emotions towards them, even though we have in our heart purposed to forgive. Right. But when we're around them, we feel kind of, you know, unsafe. And when we think about them, we're not motivated, you know, and all these things that are baggage from conflict. Yeah, and no one is expert. They need mm-hmm. the, awkward. You know, it's hard, and you don't feel like it pursuing. And I love it. Hopefully, this was helpful. This is obviously a to be continued because there's so much to talk about related to relationships and how to be healthy and whole and build community and family through it. So, thank you, Uni. Daniel, Angela, for being on this episode. This was so good. We could talk for another hour on this, but we will- Just getting started. We're just getting started. (laughs) So um, we so appreciate your vulnerability, Daniel and Uni, for bringing your live conflict into the show and sharing (laughs) it with the world. It was great. It was great. It's always worth it. Always worth it. It's always an opportunity for greater delight and satisfaction in a relationship, even when it's hard. I fully agree. Even when it's hard. Yeah, Yeah. agreed. And so last thing I will say is just, Study, learn, go after conflict resolution. Not not after conflict, but after the <laughs> resolution of it. Um, and invite people to speak in. Invite mentors. Read books on it. Learn as much as you can because the substance of family is found in the way we deal with conflict. Can you pray for everybody as we finish? Yeah. Father, we thank you that you are so committed to our wholeness, not just individually, not just our personal salvation, but that you are committed for us to become one as you and your son are one. And so, Father, we ask that in this moment that those who are listening, Father, that you'd release a grace upon them to search their heart, to go low in relationships that have brought wounding, that have headed misunderstanding. And we ask, Father, that there'd be a grace for reconciliation and for a deepening of love and commitment to one another and that wisdom would abound as we grow in this area of how to how to deal with conflict and find resolution and reconciliation in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thanks guys. So good. If this was meaningful for you, if there's something the Lord spoke to you, feel free to leave us a comment or a review. We'd love to hear from you. Bless you guys. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of Revival's Family. See you guys next time.